0: Welcome to The Whole House Podcast, where you can find home, health, and family all in one place. Our team is comprised of moms from different upbringings and backgrounds. We each have different giftings and passions representing individual rooms, and together we are The Whole House. So grab a cup of coffee and join us for The Whole House Podcast. Hi, Kathleen Guire here. Welcome to Positive Adoption part of my room in the whole house. I've been doing a series on instead of tips, which are simply practices or tools you can use instead of traditional parenting for kids who have had trauma or have capital letter syndromes or honestly, just about any kid. Okay, so just a little disclaimer. Remember that these are tools You can use some of them and they will be highly effective for your child. And you know your child better than anyone. And some of them you'll try and they just won't work. And that's okay. If you think of it like a toolbox, when you go down to the garage and you get a tool out, you don't use every tool for everything. Like you wouldn't use a screwdriver to pound a nail into a wall. So just use your wisdom. Use your insight about your own child. And you can get a printable resource on thewholehouse.org on our printable resource page. This is something really handy to share with your with teachers and Sunday school teachers and anyone who works with your child, your family, your extended family. Say, so you know what? These are the things that works with this, this kiddo. Okay? So we are on. Tip number five, and I think just as a recap, because this series has been going on for a while, I should read the um, all of the instead of tips. Okay? Or not. I'll read the ones that we've done so far. Yes, I am. Oh, I found them. Yeah, I'm going through my book. And since I'm moving and I'm packing and things are everywhere, I've had to keep getting this book out of the box. And I already packed all the infographics. (laughs) Instead of a lecture, use simple language, 8 to 12 words total. Instead of waiting for behavior to intensify, respond quickly. Instead of giving orders, offer simple choices. Instead of just correcting, give immediate retraining and a redo. Instead of expecting a child to know, clarify expectations. Instead of isolating when a child is dysregulated, keep the child near you. Instead of only noticing bad behaviors, offer praise for success. Instead of taking it personally, remember there is a need behind the behaviors. So last week, we talked a lot about redos and practicing outside the moment. I'll probably focus a little bit more on that today because the tip for today is instead of expecting a child to know, clarify expectations. This one is another overlooked one. Like I said last week, training is the most or practicing outside the moment, or whichever one you want to call it, is the most overlooked parenting tool, period. I think this one's a close second. Clarify your expectations. How many of us like to go into a situation when we don't know what's going to happen, where we don't know what's expected of us? I mean, think of, think of us women. When we're invited to a, an event, the first thing we want to know is okay, so what do I wear? What is everybody else wearing? What's going to happen? Is there going to be dessert there? Is there going to be coffee? That's always my question. Is there going to be coffee? Or if I'm doing a workshop or speaking, that's, you know, are they going to have food for me because I'm a celiac? That's my question. And how often do we, with our children, we don't clarify our expectations and we don't clarify what they need to know. And one of the really cool things that I've noticed that my daughter and my son-in-law have picked up on is they ask their kids, what's the expectation? But they the kids already know what the expectation is. And I think I've told this story before, but it's worth a retelling We had, um, I was at my daughter's house and I think we were outside playing. Yeah. And we came inside and the three-year-old said to her mom, what's the expectation? And it was, you know, you can go play, you can go read a book, you can go. So the expectations don't have to be oh my goodness, you're going to stand there like a soldier or you're going to listen to everything that I have to say. Sometimes the expectation is, you know, what's next on the agenda? Let the kid know. Let them know ahead of time. And if you're going somewhere, like if you have to go to Target, let them know what the expectation is. These are the things we're buying today. If you want to bring along your money from grandma, you can. And you can spend it, but first we're going to get the essentials. Let them know what the expectation is. And feel free to remind them how many of us need reminders constantly. I need reminders constantly. I need to remind myself constantly. Because what I see on the opposite end of the spectrum, and raising my hand, I've done this before, is you should know better. You should know how to behave. You should know you shouldn't do that. You you should know that in Walmart, you can't fall on the ground and have a fit. So we have all these statements that we make like, you should, you should, you should. How? How should they? Why should they? You know, when kids are little, they don't get some sort of huge handbook to read that tells them all the expectations and all the clarifications of behavior and how they should behave in this situation. You know, just like I said in the last podcast, my kids, when they had been freshly adopted, they had never been to a public library before. And we practiced going to the library, we practiced what they needed to know. And it ended up in a putting rulers on the bookshelves fest, but I may have gone a little overboard on explaining that part of it. But that's the thing. How are kids supposed to know? How are kids supposed to know what the expectation is unless you repeat the expectations and you have the same expectations over and over and over again so that they get to practice them. They get to practice them even to the point where, you know, I think it's um it's kind of a popular thing now that With your little kiddos, and this is totally fine, that while they're at home, maybe they just wear a T-shirt and their underwear and run around like that, and they play. And I get that. I understand that. That's comfortable. But when you're going out the door and you say to that two-year-old, you have to put pants on, you should know that. How should they know that? What is their daily expectation? Their daily expectation is they can run around in their underwear because maybe you're potty training and so you don't make them wear pants. How are they supposed to know that? And if you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, they should know. How? How are they supposed to know? So that's just something to think about. It's, you know, think about yourself going into a totally new experience Something that you have never done before and you're anxious and you're uncomfortable and you know it might even be a really good time when you get there, but you don't know what to expect. Don't you ask your friends? Don't you ask someone who's done that before? Like maybe if you were flying the first time on an airplane and you're like, okay, what's the expectation? What do I need to do first when I get to the airport? Where do I need to go? What do I need to know? And you might even Google it or go on a website that has all the information about what you can take in your carry-on bag. All of those sorts of things that we adults can easily do to prepare ourselves for a new event. Or maybe you're going camping for the first time and you get on Pinterest and you start pinning all these things and you're like... Oh, I I need to remember to bring this, and I need to have bug spray, and I need to have fire starters, and I need to, you know, all of these things that we can do. Often we don't think that our kids have no power to do those things, no power to prepare themselves for things, and it's our job to help them. And we're actually helping ourselves and our whole family have a little bit more peace if we clarify our expectations. And like I said, that doesn't mean that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is the way that you're going to do it, my way or the highway. Sometimes kids will even begin to ask you questions. I had one kid that every single morning, what are we going to do today? Why are we going there? What are we going to do when we get there? How many hours are we going to be there? Like he had the capacity to know that he wanted to know He wanted to know what the expectation was. He wanted to know what we were doing with the day. And that is a good thing. That is a good thing. And maybe if you have one of those kiddos, you think, oh, my goodness, that's so annoying to be constantly telling this kid what we're doing next. Well, it's okay. That's a skill that's going to serve that child for the rest of their life. They will be the person at work that's saying, you know, what's the expectation? What do I need to do? What do you require of me? And how do I need to behave while I'm there? Or, you know, all of those sorts of things that we sometimes don't even think about. Sometimes we just go about our day and expect our kiddos to know how to behave, what the what's coming next, or you should know that, you know, maybe just try to wipe that out of your vocabulary for one day. And here's the thing. Here's one important thing to remember. Even if you have lunch at the same time, every single day, and maybe if you're a homeschooler like I was, and you have a menu posted, and a one child asks every single day, what time is lunch? What are we having for lunch? which I used to have kids who would do that, and I would direct them to, you can go look at the board. It's written on the board. That's okay. Don't be negative. I know it's tempting. Don't get frustrated. Just answer that child's question. I remember Dr. Karen Purvis explaining in one of her videos that she would have a child who would come to their summer camp every morning, and he wanted to know, what time snack was, what time lunch was, you know, when they were going to eat, what they were going to eat. And she would show this child the kitchen and all of the snacks and all of the things that they were going to eat that day to calm that child's fears, to make that child feel safe. Because we very quickly forget what it's like or what the past was like for this child that's come into our home through adoption or foster care that, you know, there was a season of their life that maybe they did not have those needs met. So those needs are going to be very important to them, probably for the rest of their life. It's not something that you just get over. It's something that you learn to begin to cope. And maybe that child is the one who, as an adult, will carry a Snickers bar in their pocket. Or like one of my kiddos, whenever she goes somewhere, and she's a mom now, she will have her backpack and she will have everything you could think that you would ever need on a day trip. And often she helps other people because they'll say, hey, I forgot my this. And she'll be like, I have it. I have it. But that was born out of a time when she didn't have. That was born out of a time where she needed someone to supply those needs. So if your expectation of your child is so high that every single time they don't know what to do, or you haven't clarified something, or they need you to reassure them for the 1,000th time, If that bar is so high that they can't reach it, maybe you need to lower that bar. You need to think about what it would be like to be really hungry and not know if you're going to get fed for days. You need to think about those sorts of things before you enter that level of frustration, which will cause chaos in your home because you will not be satisfied. They will not feel safe and it will just end up like a war zone. So just remember to get your copy on of this printable resource on thewholehouse.org. And all of this information is from a chapter in my book of how to have peace when your kids are in chaos. And you can get that on Amazon or any major bookseller. So thanks for joining me today. And I will see you next week on Positive Adoption. Bye. We're so glad you could join us on The Whole House Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on our Facebook page and on Instagram at the underscore whole underscore house. You can also follow us on thewholehouse.org by email to receive our newsletter and keep up to date on things happening at The Whole House.